it strange how one day you can be riding on your horse and perhaps you experience something, something happens to you, or you are there and you witness it happening to somebody else. But either way, there's a slight shift in your perception of how you see that particular movement or that particular challenge, whatever it is, and you suddenly find that your confidence begins to erode a little bit initially, but then more and more and more over time. Well, guys, this week on Daily Strides, we're going to be talking about how you can either begin building or rebuilding your confidence in your writing abilities. Hi there, my name is Lorna, and I'd like to welcome you to the Daily Strides podcast, where every single week we take a different topic to do with horse riding. We kind of strip it bare, we figure out the ins and the outs, we get clarity on it, and then we begin to figure out how we're able to actually perform that or make it happen when we're riding our horse in the arena ourselves. We call it Daily Strides because this is the Monday lesson and this is a general overview, but this is actually the first of five lessons on the topic. Um, the other lessons are actually step-by-step -step horse riding lessons, which you download to your phone, you pop your phone in your pocket, and then you listen to it as you ride your horse. So it's like having a riding instructor with you. And if you haven't already, I'd love to invite you to pop over to the 30dayriderfitnesschallenge.com. You can sign up there for the challenge. And trust me, um, being more flexible and I suppose being more able in the saddle goes a long way to building your confidence, which is what we want to talk about this week. So I think enough about all that. Let's crack on with the confidence building. So as I said, sometimes it can be something so small. It can be perhaps a refusal or a run out, or it can be something bigger, such as a fall. And it may happen to you, or you may actually just see it happening to somebody else. But whatever it is, it's enough to... Well, I suppose make a change in how you perceive that or how you think about that particular aspect of horse riding. And that change is quite often, and particularly in this situation, not such a good thing. And what was maybe a belief that you thought, oh, I can do that or that's pretty doable, becomes this monumental thing in your head that uh, you just can't get over. And it literally robs you of your enjoyment on the horse. And not only that, um, and that's bad enough in itself, but what is often frustrating for many riders is that change, that lack of confidence or loss of confidence can happen so quickly. It's literally like a light switch flicks in your head and all of a sudden you see things differently. But building the confidence back or flicking the light switch back to where it was, oh, that is something that takes a lot of time and a lot of patience from all parties involved. Now, I say all parties involved because it's really important in a situation like this to have the correct horse for the situation. And then also, if you do have a riding instructor, have the correct riding instructor for the situation. You need somebody who's going to be sympathetic to your needs and to your fears, because I think while maybe the gung-ho kind of just get over it, works for certain situations I don't think it's a great way to build confidence and I think rather um, you have to almost re-establish the belief in your head by kind of having little mini achievements and just keep building on the mini achievements over and over again in order to build that but either way you do have to have some sort of plan of action and I do think that having a plan of action it has to be tailor-made to your specific situation and um, it's not something like it's not a one-size-fits-all kind of an approach because 
It depends on what the initial thing was. It depends on the rider's skill levels. It depends on the rider fitness. It depends on the horse. It depends on where you're going to ride. All these different things really do uh, come together in kind of creating the plan, but then also sticking to the plan as well and having it that it's something that's doable for you. So what I would suggest you do first is we need to have a little bit of a shift in how we think about actually our confidence and our riding abilities. So rather than becoming stuck in the mindset of, well, yes, whenever I try this, this happens. You need to rather begin looking at why that is happening. So, okay, and um, whenever I do this, yes, then this is happening. But it's because of that. And it's that because part that becomes really, really important. Now, a lot of riders, and this is probably one of the other big frustrations, they'll often have something, a trigger, that they think, okay, well, actually, every time um, this happens, then it leads to this happening, and there we go, that's the problem. But very often, the the kind of the trigger is often a symptom of something that's a lot bigger. And what I mean by this is, for example, a lot of riders, maybe if they're suffering with confidence issues, they tend to ride in a very forked seat, and they also tend to ride very hunched over. Now, as we all know, that's not great for horse riding um, from both getting the horse to work, but also from a balanced point of view of the rider. Uh, so it doesn't work really well for anybody. But in riding like that, it very often maybe shifts the balance of not just the rider, but also the horse and might cause the horse to run on a little bit because the horse is feeling quite unbalanced because the rider is kind of hunched over and all the weight is really and truly onto the horse's front end or the shoulder end. And the horse running on can sometimes then frighten the rider, which of course makes the rider go into a, even more of a hamster kind of a position up there, um, kind of clinging on for dear life, maybe holding on to the pommel of the saddle. And of course, holding on to the pommel of the saddle um, will automatically begin to round your shoulders, which just exasperates the whole leaning forward situation. So it's kind of a, a vicious cycle, whereas if the rider could initially fix their seat, okay, so if they could actually begin to sit more correctly on their seat bones in the saddle and not only that begin to carry themselves better you can get the horse running on then to begin with so it's very often we think of it as mm, we look at the symptom and we think okay there's the problem this is what I need to fix but rather if you can you need to try and go back a few steps and figure out why that is there why that is happening and then begin working on that now that is difficult and sometimes a riding instructor is the best way to try and figure that out but if you're not fortunate enough to have a riding instructor don't panic you can just take videos take photographs of yourself and begin just looking and I find sometimes comparing it against riders who you know and this is really important you know are riding correctly and well and um, very often, maybe sometimes the people we look up to wouldn't be the greatest role models in the world. So uh, you want to find somebody who is actually correct in their riding and then try and notice the subtle differences between you and them so that you can begin to pinpoint those position changes. OK, you almost want to think of confidence um, as being like a puzzle, a jigsaw puzzle that's been put together a little bit wrong. So you have elements of it or parts of it that are correct and this comes down to your riding you'll often have parts that are okay but there's going to be those other parts that no matter what way you look at it they're wrong and the only way to really fix anything like that is by taking everything apart so taking all the pieces and um, dismantling it 
kind of putting them around the edge so as you can see clearly each piece for itself and then slowly but surely beginning to add and to build them back together correctly and that way you will get the full picture at the end of the day and I think looking at your riding that way is also the best way to really start building up your confidence. You need to understand why things are happening. You need to understand why, like the almost the consequence, the cause and effect reason of why things happen like that. And then from there, you can begin to understand how implementing different things or doing different things is going to help. And as I say, be very, very careful about um, not well, just focusing on the symptom because sometimes it basically works out to putting a Band-Aid on a crack in a massive dam. It's not really going to do a whole lot. You need to figure out the cause and go really back to the root cause and then try and fix it from there and then work on from there. Now, I mentioned at the very beginning of this about physical strength and physical strength is really important. And I think it's important not just from the point of view of being supple, but also when you are stronger through your body, you'll find you're also more agile through your body now. And we also, we don't spend a whole lot of time, we always focus on warming up our horse. We have this thing, you know, we need to warm up our horse. And meanwhile, back at the ranch, maybe we're not spending enough time warming up ourselves. And this is particularly true as we get older, um, that we do need to spend a little bit of time. So if you have confidence issues, I would definitely suggest maybe taking 10 or 15 minutes before you even go near the saddle or get into the saddle on the ground yourself, just stretching things out, loosening things up and just allowing your body, giving your body the very, very best opportunity that it has to perform the way you want it to perform in the saddle. You'll find you'll be able to move with your horse more. You'll be less rigid and stiff. You'll just, and you know, obviously nerves and fear cause that rigid, rigidness. But if your body is allowed to supple itself and just loosen itself up a little bit more you'll find that you'll be able to dispel that any kind of tension throughout that you're holding throughout your muscles you'll be able to dispel it easier the other thing that i would suggest you do is um as i say working on your physical fitness but you can do so on the saddle as well by um maybe spending some time in a two-point seat or what i find is works great and also it's a great confidence builder is moving in and out of different seats and different positions in the saddle so maybe um it sounds really basic but um if you're doing your rising trot or you're posting to your trot sitting for two rising for one and vice versa um and then also maybe spending time in your jumping position and coming back out of it, spending time just standing up in the trot, coming back out of it. Of course, working without stirrups, but I do realize that if we're suffering with confidence issues, taking stirrups away mightn't be the greatest idea initially. The last thing I'm going to suggest you do, and it's what we do here a lot, we actually do it with um, our beginner riders, my little people, when they come. Um, but also if there's adults that are feeling a little bit nervous, and of course, as adults, we tend to overthink things a little bit, um, we would start working in a very small arena. So we have a round pen here uh, for lunging horses. And if necessary, we'll start in there. And then just allowing them to feel that they're under control of the horse or in control of the horse in even though it's a smaller area it's often enough to build the confidence but only that i use those i don't just um allow just riding around for the sake of riding around we use that time working in a smaller state space to get really really correct in the position and not only that in the aids and how they work and how you communicate with your horse and how different very subtle shifts can communicate different things to the horse and I think spending the time in that is often a lot to do with kind of clearing that fog that uh, sometimes 
through not knowing or not correctly understanding things can lead to that not being quite so confident of a situation. And then from there, we'd maybe move into the bigger arena. Now, what we would initially do, and I'd suggest you do, is again, divide the arena up. So work in a, a space smaller than what you're normally used to working in. And using your half hold, really getting clear on how you're best able to ride in this particular smaller space. So maybe a 20 by 30 meter arena, you know, make, make things a lot shorter, a lot smaller for yourself that you can feel that, you know what, I'm able to control the situation here and I'm able to do it correctly. I'm able to ask my horse to maybe come back or to move on. I can ride him into the corners. I can do circles and bends and turns. I can do all these things in this smaller arena. And then from there, gradually building your arena on. And you can just use your poles and your um, jumping uprights or whatever it is to divide off your riding space into a smaller one until you feel confident enough to move into a bigger one. And it seems really a lot of people feel a little bit maybe embarrassed or a little bit silly riding in such a small arena. But I really and truly don't think so at all. I think you need to just really lay that foundation, set it down and really, really get specific and correct and clear on how you are communicating with your horse you know it's it's difficult to ride in a smaller space as many riders will tell you so if you're able to correctly use your body to communicate with your horse in that smaller space it means that when you do eventually get into a bigger space you and your horse are going to have a much better and a much clearer line of communication there that you can talk to each other and of course having that clear communication is again key to building the confidence because you know that your horse is going to listen to you but not only that that you can react to a situation you're able to handle things as they appear and it's that fear of not being able to do so or that lack of belief in those riding abilities um, that leads to the lack of confidence so slowly over time you'll probably find that maybe and this can take a lot of time as I say patience is well essential um, but over time you might find that where there was a certain thing that really really frightened you before it really made you feel anxious uncomfortable nervous you could feel your heartbeat Ooh, this is not good um, and you'll find maybe after a few months oh you know what this is easy now but it comes gradually it's, it's like it, this reforming those beliefs in your head <laughs> that's really what it is that's what you're doing you're kind of doing it once and then you're redoing it and redoing the really simple basic things and you know it's the simple basic things that are the hardest to perfect and but if you get those right you can then build from that on um, with more complicated or more intricate kind of movements and things like that but it's getting that down and knowing that you have mastered those that is how you will slowly begin to build your confidence back up but again the right horse is essential and also if you're lucky enough, the right riding instructor as well. Guys, I'm going to leave it at that. Later this week on Daily Strides, we're going to be talking about how you can, day by day, step by step, um, just listen to these very basic lessons, but starting to use them to get your confidence back up. And as I say, it's all about the basics and it's about knowing that you're able to do that and do it correctly and then building on that. And then also what I would strongly suggest you do, as I mentioned at the very beginning, pop over to the 30 day rider fitness challenge.com it's absolutely free and um that you can start that and well really just get yourself going get yourself in top condition you don't need a horse for the challenge so even if you only maybe take riding lessons once a week you can join there uh, without a horse it's, it's all about you the 30 day rider fitness challenge so i'm going to leave it at that if you want to find out more and if you want to get your hands on the rest of this week's lessons 
you can pop over to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash join and well, you can join us there and you won't only get this week's lessons. We have a whole collection on confidence um, where there's lots of different lessons, weeks of lessons that we have covered, which will help to grow and to build your confidence if you find that your confidence has indeed taken a bit of a knock and they're all there available inside of daily strides premium i hope you have a super week keep well and i'll chat to you soon be good bye